Hi. Now, you don't have to be a Star Wars fanatic to be aware of the phrase used often in those films, May the Force be with you. Now, my youngest grandchild has just discovered Star Wars, and he loves using that phrase, and he loves fighting me with his lightsaber. But recently, I've been struck by another phrase that I've heard several times in the Star Wars follow-up series, The Mandalorian. If you haven't seen it, it's a bit like a, a space western about a lone bounty hunter who goes on various adventures. The phrase he uses to describe the code that he lives by is simply, this is the way. Now it struck me as I watched the series and I heard him repeatedly making this statement that being followers of the way is how the first disciples were known before they were known as Christians. These were the men and women who Saul, who later became the Apostle Paul after his conversion, was on his way to arrest in the city of Damascus. Those belonging to the way. So what is this way? This way was a lifestyle, a way of life which followed the lifestyle of the person who said, I am the way, the truth and the life. They were people who believed that Jesus of Nazareth was the Son of God, and the Messiah, that he died for the sins of the world, that he'd risen from the dead, and that one day he would return to put everything right. In the meantime, he lived in them by his Holy Spirit and was leading them through life on the way that he had planned for them. They would live like he did. They would love like he did. This way of life made them stand out from their Jewish friends and neighbours. And when eventually they had to move, due to persecution, into other lands and other cultures, their lifestyle again made them stand out. In my next few talks, I'm going to be walking with you through the passage in Matthew's Gospel in the New Testament part of the Bible, where Jesus clearly lays out the lifestyle that his disciples will need to follow. This part of Matthew's account is called the Sermon on the Mount. Let me read the beginning of this to you now. Chapter 5 And when he saw the crowds, he went up at a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him, and he began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. These verses are known as the Beatitudes. That word Beatitude comes from a Latin word meaning blessedness or true happiness. And in this passage, Jesus was giving his followers the keys, the keys, if you like, to, to living a truly happy and fulfilled life. So, 
over the next few weeks, I want to unpack these keys that Jesus gave us to live the best life possible. But I've got to warn you, it's not the easiest way to live. In fact, Jesus said it's going to be very difficult. It doesn't guarantee that you will not have problems, because you will. You see, this way of living is radical. It's countercultural. It's a lifestyle that in many ways makes a person stand out from the crowd because it so often cuts across how the world says is the way that you should live, act and speak. It also often goes against the way you want to act yourself, the way your human nature wants you to go. So it's tough. You know, the rock star Alice Cooper said, Drinking beer is easy. Trashing your hotel room is easy. But being a Christian, that's a tough call. That's real rebellion. Anyone who tells you that following Jesus, following his way is easy, is not telling you the truth. Later on in Matthew, Jesus says, If anyone wishes to follow me, he must deny himself. That is, set aside his selfish interests. Take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. I want to help you to see that this is the best way to live. But you need to know before we start that looking at these verses together, there will be times, there will be situations when following Jesus this way will be tough. I need to let you know that at the beginning. But it will be so worth it. It is the only way to true happiness and fulfilment in life. This way delivers a life that works, a life that pleases God and works under any circumstance, in every culture, in any nation, and any government, for every human being. Okay, so these verses start off with, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. This phrase, poor in spirit, means those who are devoid of spiritual arrogance, those who regard themselves as insignificant. Humility. True humility, not false humility, is what God blesses in us. One definition of humility is, humility doesn't mean thinking less of yourself, but it means thinking of yourself less. Now I know there will be all kinds of people listening to this. Let me say something to you men and women out there who are struggling, struggling with life, maybe struggling to get up in the morning, struggling with your health, with debt perhaps, with depression, low self-esteem. There is someone who can help. There is someone who wants to help and his name is Jesus. And he is just a prayer away. You can call out for help to him anytime and he will help you. He will answer you. Maybe you've never prayed before. Well, now's the time to turn to God for help. Just pray. Humble yourself, admitting that you can't save yourself. And ask God to demonstrate himself in your life and to help you. And I meet so many men who do go to church. And while they may not feel as if they're struggling with life in general, they have a very low estimation of themselves. They say, I've messed up in the past, or I can't pray like other people pray. Uh, I struggle to read the Bible. I, I'm not what I should be. 
and I don't think God can use me. Now, guys, that's not right. You are a child of God and he can and will use you if you let him. Ask him to help you use what he's given you. Maybe those experiences you've been through. You can use those to reach out and help others. You have a role. You have a part to play. What about those of us who who think perhaps we've got it all together? Who God is clearly using perhaps? Maybe you're a church leader. Maybe you're in the worship band. Maybe you're an elder, a trustee or whatever. Humility always has to be your way too. It's the way. What should it look like? What should this humility look like? It means we choose to serve. We always choose to serve. Wherever we have the opportunity, we serve. Don't think of yourself more highly than you ought, says the Apostle Paul. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, count others more significant than yourselves. Have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. So guys, we don't look down on people or tasks or think, oh, I can't do that. It's below me. My place is at the front. No. Who is our role model in living this way? It's Jesus himself. In the final hours before he was arrested, Jesus was eating with his friends. At one point, he stood up, he removed his outer garment like a, and like a slave, he started washing his disciples' feet. You know, the roads of Palestine were unsurfaced, uncleaned. And in a wealthy household, the second lowest slave would untie the visitor's sandals. But the lowest slave would wash their dirty feet. Jesus was taking the place of a person at the very bottom of society, the lowest place. And when he finished washing their feet, he said to the disciples, Do you understand what I've done for you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right in doing so, for that is who I am. So if I, the Lord and teacher, washed your feet, you ought to wash one another's feet as well. For I gave you an example, so that you should do as I did to you. If you know these things, you are blessed if you put them into practice. So the first step in walking this way is humility. Realising that you need God to save you and accepting Jesus Christ as your saviour, your rescuer. And then it's realising that you need his power, his Holy Spirit living in you every day to help you to live and love as he does. That's the way. That's the way to know the blessing of God in and on your life. This is the way. If you'd like to know more about living this way, you can contact me here at gareth.pope at cvm.org.uk. Thank you for listening.